Hello and welcome to Dice Break is a TTB. Boy, I fucked it up. A TTRPG <laughs> podcast that's room with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan, Putty, Mark, and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everyone doing today? We'll keep it in. Vindicated. You know <laughs> no, no, you see the difference is the difference here. You don't fuck it up. You just almost purposefully get it wrong, but I'll accept it. We, we, won't, we won't retake it. I'm good. To it. it is good to be back. We're all dying. It's nice to have everyone here. Yeah, we're all here. It's nice to see that your uh, convictions in the International Criminal Court didn't hold up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the, at least we don't have to make excuses for anybody. Yeah, Except and, Morgan. And I got, Morgan's I got <laughs> Morgan, yeah, Morgan's not going to be around anymore, but I guess Joe might know why yeah, Morgan's not around anymore. Yeah. Why is my sister around. not coming back? Well, it's it's a sad time indeed. Uh, Morgan has unfortunately currently been trapped uh, oh. in the world of Pokemon. Um, she um. was hunting down the last Pokemon that she needed to capture, which was missing No. Uh, and it has trapped her in a in a dark nether digital space. I told her uh, not to moment. do that. <laughs> she was just going up and down that one line next to Cinnabar Island and just. This is why I don't play Pokemon. She's pixels now. This this, this <laughs> happens. It happens. Uh, let's all give a moment of silence for Morgan yeah. being trapped. Okay, now that that's over, we should. I was going to say, um, <laughs> watch out for the film of this uh, next year appearing in a cinema near you. It sounds oh, like yeah. a perfect plot for the next to... And then a cinnamon. It, it's actually the sequel to Detective Pikachu, <laughs> the script that I wrote for it, which wasn't uh, well received. It'll, the, <laughs> the, Pikachu Electric Boogaloo. It's, no, it's Detective Pikachu Missing No Chronicles. Detective <laughs> Pikachu. You're right, that is what they would do. Now that we've bought enough time to get to the end of Rising Sun, do we want to listen to the recap? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So just so everybody's aware, this recap's a little different. <coughs> the recap itself is quite short, and it's going to be flowing directly into the actual episode. So, like, yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. I don't need to say. Uh, who am I again? Uh, who am I? Hang on. Before, gonna, we, gonna... before we get started, Mark, can you or can you not yes? change your cantrips as a cleric? <laughs> <laughs> I never looked it up. Actually, I think the answer. No, you can't. The answer is no. No. Well, so no, actually, you, the answer whatever is whatever you've got, don't change them. <laughs> everybody else can't, but I can because I'm because I don't pay attention to the rules. Rules are for other people. All right, but I need to. Right, everybody, quiet. Turn up your volumes because yes. this one is. I'm, I'm most proud of this. I have to I'm think about how, how the voice works. I'm, I'm very proud of this one. Golly, please save me! You brought me down here. You have to save me. You did this. I'm down here because this of you. All your Kali, please, you're the only one that can I'm save me. I'm dead because of you. You killed my sister. You killed her. You killed her. You killed her. You killed her. Carly, you wake up, lifting your head from the cold metal table that you're sitting at. Ooh, what was that music? Head hurts and body sore. Was it all a dream? A horrible nightmare? 
You attempt to rub your hands over your face, but are stopped by the sudden reminder of the metal shackles that bind you to the table. It was definitely real, which means that Maisie is definitely... Well... You look around the room, trying to get your bearings. You're sitting in a bare room with only one door and no windows, giving you no sense of what time it is. As you sit up straight in the chair, back sore and stiff, the memories of last night come flooding back. Was it really Helm that took you on that journey beneath the ruins of the old castle? Would Helm do that to your friend? Before you have the time to dive deep into the thoughts of your faith, the door opens and a large male figure walks in, wearing the Veilunan Guard's smartware. He appears to be human with tanned skin, but with the stature of an Asimar, over six foot tall, muscular as can be with a chiseled jaw and steely blue eyes and short black hair. He walks over to the table and takes the seat opposite and then speaks after clicking a little button on a little device by the next of him. 7th of November, 6842. Interview with Carl Etar, main suspect in the case of Maisie Montgomery Cartwright's death, outlining the events of 6th of November, 6842. Recorded and interviewed by Guardhelm Gavin Brakeholt. For the recording, Carly, could you please confirm consent to being subjected to a zone of truth? Uh, absolutely, yes, no problem. As you say yes, uh, <laughs> he speaks up again. Um, he doesn't speak up again. As you say yes, you feel... Uh, a strange warmth come over you, that of a magical effect, which is, I don't think you'd recognize it, but you contextually understand that that is a zone of truth. You, of course, have the option to resist it. Do you? No, no I don't. No. So he continues on. He says, Carly, I know it's been a long night, but can you please regale for me the events of last night from start to finish? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll certainly do my, my best. So, uh, oh, you have to forgive me. I'm not feeling too bright at the moment. Uh, so, it was, it's all started. I, I don't know what time it is now, but uh, last night, I think, uh, I was asleep and I had a dream about a, a figure uh, reaching out to me with glowing eyes. And in my dream. Uh, to, to clarify, it was a completely glowing face, not glowing face. Glowing face. Glowing face. Uh, I, I reached out in the dream and touched it. And the next thing I knew, I woke up. Uh, but I was unable to move. I was sort of, uh, I wasn't exactly paralyzed because my body was no longer under my control. So I, I found I could still see, uh, but I couldn't speak or, or control my body in any way. So I, as in the, my body, got up and, and made my way out of my room, which is at the university, <clears throat> through the uh, central area of, uh, of our, our shared rooms. On the way through, Maisie uh, saw me and started to follow me. I couldn't say anything or do anything. Uh, I, I carried on. It's all a bit, a bit hazy, but I carried on and we ended up walking through the city uh, up to the, towards the old castle. And then when we got up there, there was this hole in the ground. I, and not out of my own control, uh, jumped down this hole that slid down into the, some caves below the, below the castle. Now, all this time, Maisie was following me. Once I was down, I got control of my body back again. Uh, so I, I don't really know why I was there, except that the figure in my dream had said something or implied something about getting a, a crystal, some kind of crystal. So there we were, underground in this sort of uh, large cave, 
Maisie and I, we couldn't get back up again. There's like a sort of stone chute, so there's no way of getting back up again. The, the, the cave is horrible. The walls have this black sticky goo all over it. And there were uh, uh, this sort of weird, like a zombie creature thing that attacked us, chased after us. We tried to defend ourselves. It's far too powerful. So we ran for it. Uh, and we got to this section where there's a massive boulder uh, blocking the way sort of down below us. But eventually this collapsed and we managed to get down into a, a, sex, a lower area. We could hear this zombie behind us. Uh, we went rushing around down there because we obviously didn't want to get involved in any more uh, fighting than we had to. And we came across this, uh, well, this, this creature. Uh, I forget what, I, what her name was now. Uh, Ty Tyrus, I think it was. Uh, she said she was a uh, dragonborn. Uh, she's obviously a very powerful magician of some sort. She had these uh, zombies around her, which seemed to be completely under her control. This thing that was chasing us turned up, and she just snapped her fingers. It was gone. Didn't seem particularly uh, nasty, but neither did she seem particularly friendly. It was a strange one, really. Anyway, we carried on through the uh, caverns. Uh, there was another section, I remember, where there was water we had to swim through, which I didn't have much trouble with. Uh, then there was... Uh, I think a section where there was a, a trapped wall with spikes, which I got through okay. We both got through okay. And then we eventually ended up in this cavern and we got attacked by this sort of crystal beast. And I could see in its chest what was obviously this crystal that I'd seen in my, my dream. Uh, anyway, this thing was hard. It was tough. Uh, we didn't really want to fight it, but it attacked us both. And we both did our best against it, but we both got, took a lot of damage. Uh, Maisie and I got separated in this in the same cavern. She was around a corner. It, it pinned me to the wall with a crystal through my shoulder. Ow! Oh, just about here. And I managed to get off the wall. The, both of us were attacking this thing, and eventually we managed to get it down. But by that time, when I got around to Maisie, she was down and bleeding badly. So I, I tried to uh, uh, sort of stop the bleeding as best I could, but I, I couldn't do much. I didn't have any healing on me or anything I could, I could do directly. So I thought the best thing I could do was to try and get some help. So I searched the cavern and there was this uh, strange sigil on the wall. And I, and I wasn't sure what to do really, because I thought if it's going to do any kind of damage, means it's already very, very weak. And if I try and take a, do anything and it, and, it, and it hurts her anymore, it's just going to kill her. So I thought I better try it out on myself first. I, I, I tried it and I, and I worked out you had to put some blood on it, which I did. But next thing I knew, I was, I was outside the caves, back in the town. And I was like, that's no good, because Maisie's down there bleeding. So I, I rushed uh, as quickly as I could, tried to find a, a healer. So I found a, a healer's house. And I sort of banged on the door until they came out. Uh, they weren't very uh, helpful, if I'm honest. But I managed to convince them. I sort of gave them everything I had. I, I, I emptied my pockets for my money. I, I had some... Um, magical braces. I said, you can hold on to those for the moment. Just give me a couple of healing potions, which he did. Uh, <clears throat> I took one, so I was healthy enough. I took the other, oh, in fact, he gave me three, so I took the other two, and I just rushed back and retraced my steps back through the caverns. Uh, this time, I didn't make it past the spiky wall thing quite so well. I got stabbed again. And that's why the, the wounds. And I eventually made it back to where Maisie was, uh, and I poured the healing potion into her, but it, it had no effect and it looked like she'd gone so i quickly as i could I, I dragged her over to this sigil again back up into the city dragged her back to the healing the healer's house and sort of asked them to help 
but they said she was gone, and then, and then they, they called you. And that's it, really. Okay. Well, thank you for that. <sighs> Can you just tell me, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but that's not really the point. He's it, Maisie. Can they do anything for her? At this point in time, her death has been confirmed. Well, that's... You must understand, upon first analysis, even with the zone of truth, the situation suggests that you are at most fault for the death of me. Well, I agree with that. Yes, it's all my fault. All all that we have other than your word is the dead body and her blood with you. For now, we are going to keep you in a holding room. That's not quite true. Sorry to interrupt. Hang on. I think... Yeah, here's the crystal that, that was in the chest of the, uh, the, the, the whatever it was. Uh, you, you hold it out, and he sort of looks at it, obviously processes it, but sort of just <clears throat> moves on. It doesn't take it from you or anything. Um, he just says, for now, we will keep you in a holding room. It's not a jail cell. There is a comfortable bed. Food will be provided, and your family will be able to come visit you without restriction. But for now, you will not be able to leave until we have done some more investigations. Is this oh, okay? That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Look, uh, have you have you contacted her sister? She has a sister at the university. The correct processes are being enacted. Well, well make sure she knows. <clears throat> he stands up, towering over you, and pulls the key out of his pocket and unshackles from the table. You're still kind of shackled together, and uh, just leads you through the guardhouse to, as he said, a surprisingly nice room. Um, it looks very comfortable. Uh, it just looks like a living space, like a, like a perfectly reasonable room. Not quite as nice as your university one, but that was very fancy. Um, he leads you over to the bed and sort of implies you should sit down, uh, takes the shackles off your wrists, doesn't say anything else, leaves through the door, and you hear this big clunk <laughs> of a lock. Just before, just before he leaves, I would say, uh, <clears throat> could you uh, contact my father? I, I'd, I'd rather like to talk to him if I'm allowed. He turns around and says, we have already contacted your family and then leaves Krishunk. and that's it for now it's silent very very silent almost as though the walls are enchanted to block out sound but maybe they're just so thick that you can't hear anything <coughs> and you spend the next few hours sitting lying down pacing replaying the events of last night in your head asking the same questions you had before of was it hell was it not if it wasn't, then who was it? Why did you feel so comfortable? Why did you feel so comfortable and how were they able to take control of your body? And after what could seem like hours, the silence is broken by the unlocking of the door, which you watch swing open, expecting, as you requested, to see your parents, but instead you see Professor Vasvayas. Yeah. <clears throat> He has a very concerned look on his face with a furrowed brow and a rather intense stare directly at you. We keep getting back to you having more of these crystals. Ah, Professor. Have I still got the crystal? Yes, he didn't take it off. (laughs) He's holding his hand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what what it is. Yeah, I don't want the damn thing. Hmm. What is it, do you know? Why am I, was I, what, do you know anything about this? I don't understand what's going on. Um, I mean, I know what this is. 
This is the raw version of the thing that I took from that gauntlet before. A very dangerous so like version. Why, why would he some weird vision in a dream want me to go and get a raw power crystal? What do you mean, vision? Is that how you found your way into the mountain? Uh, well, not exactly. In, to the mountain, I I was just, I was controlled. There was something. I dreamt of this figure with this glowing face. And he reached out to me, and I reached out, and we touched hands. But then when that happened, I woke up, and I couldn't control my body. I was suddenly under the control of something else. My eyes went white. And, and I... It, it, I, I I, as in my body, walked to this 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 hole in the ground which leads down below the old castle, and it jumped me in. And then once I was down there, this presence went. But I had this sort of imperative that I was supposed to be finding this crystal, but it left me to it. Then I mean, just had to find a way around. It's peculiar because we thought we had sealed all of those entrances off. Well, there was a there was a lab I remember where there was sort of looked like somebody had been working on zombies or something. There were bits and pieces all over. It looked disused, but it didn't look hundreds of years old. Um, can I do like an Arcana check as Etch to see if the like the weird glowing eyes thing sounds like a, a spell or something that he's heard of? Uh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> sounds reasonable. Uh, yeah, glowing face again. It's, it's kind of like a whole glowing body. Like every inch of the body is just like a glowing humanoid shape. That, that was the dream. Yes. My eyes, but my eyes. Oh, your eyes glowing, yes, yes. A dirty 20. A dirty 20. You don't recognize... (laughs) You don't recognize it immediately. Like, it's not something that you've necessarily seen in your long life, but the entirety of, like, the situation just sound very much like a... uh, Just, like, a very standard mind control spell. I reckon to etch, you'd assume that Kali's so young, it wouldn't be too hard to just, like, um, get into his brain and control a body. Um, in terms of the method that was taken, sort of through a dream and touching, you don't know, maybe it's a spell that needs kind of consent in its own right, its own weird way. Maybe it was just access to a body from, like, a long distance. I'm not sure about the particulars, but it does sound as though something something that does exist rather than just a dream did a spell that took control whether that's actually a, one of the new gods whether that's a person who's very you know powerful you couldn't say without you know seeing it but that's you know all you really have so what do you think i i don't know what's going on and, and have you heard anything about Maisie? no i'm came here of my own volition. What happened to your friend? Oh, she was killed. And I'm I'm just hoping that we can do something. I I didn't make it back in time to 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 stop her dying, but I got her body out as quickly as I could. I haven't heard anything. Um I'm sorry for your loss. Um but I need to take this away. Get it out of public. Um we should keep in contact. And if you have any vision like that again or you feel a pull towards any kind of crystal again, let me know as soon as possible. I certainly will, yes. I I, I, I mean, my, my father, I had one of these visions once before, some time back. Um, no, nothing like this. I didn't get any kind of control or anything. Uh, and I told my father about it. He thought it would be, it was Helm, uh, uh, the god in which we believe. Uh, 
making contact. I, I hope not. I can't believe that hell would cause one of my friends to die. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, just stay in contact. And I'll turn around and walk out of the room. Okay. And when he walks out, you see one of the guards close the door, clunk again, and you're once again left in silence. Uh, I, I would say the only other thing that you could gain, uh, and probably a little earlier as you're walking through, when you were walking past some windows, still dark outside. Of course, in Veluna, that doesn't mean much, because that could be anything up to like 10 a.m., but it's definitely not like midday. Uh, when you were pretty sure Maisie died two in the morning-ish, around that kind of time, so it's not been too long, a few hours, up to you know six hours, you're not sure, but that's the sort of time scale you're working with. But in a lot of interest, because I was down to three hit points, am I recovered yet or is that still... uh you are partially recovered um i won't worry about your it doesn't matter though, I, just, I, just, I just wondered if the wounds would have been you're sore it seems as though some very rudimentary healing spells have just sort of stabilized you kept you you're not bleeding you take a look and like there is a big mark scar that you're not sure if it could be removed it probably could with magic but it's just like been fixed rather than sorted if that Where makes the sense. thing went through stiff shoulder you know yeah <laughs> um Neva and Cromwell. You are awoken by a sharp knocking on the door. It's f five slow, heavy knocks. A pause, and then five more heavy knocks. Uh, whichever... Well, I was going to say, you look at the clock and see that it is currently close enough to 6 a.m. The knocking continues with varying gaps between the knocks until one of you, or both of you, would eventually answer the door. Or if you so, talk pre before. So go and answer it. And as I do so, I'll say, fuck off, it is so early. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door with a fuck off, it's so early, and it is two Veilunan guards. Uh, one an ASMR man, the other one a human woman. And as soon as you open the door, the woman looks down, uh, recognizes that you're probably not Neva, and says... <laughs> Is this the residence of Neva Montgomery Cartwright? Why? We would like to speak with her. Well, no, that I mean, that's obvious. If she is here, what do I tell her it's about? It is a personal matter to her. How ominous and mysterious. You, you <laughs> got nothing more to... I mean, I'll go see if she's here, but... We cannot legally speak with possible. you about... We cannot... Did you just close the door in their face? Yeah, I was saying, I'm gonna go see if she's here and I'll close the door. <laughs> it's halfway through the sentence. We cannot leak... Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll try Neva's door to see if it's locked. She never really locks it. Cool. I'm gonna go in. Go in. Shake here. And uh, hearing an echo of myself, I'll say, uh, <laughs> I'll say, Ooh. right, Neva, we're in trouble. The pigs are here. I think I think they're the corrupt cops that the captain was investigating, and they know that we've been helping her, and they're asking for you. So I don't know what you want to do about that. If you've got some connections or something that you might want to draw on. Oh, well, what have pigs got to do with it? <laughs> pigs, bacon, the furs. 
Remember, don't give away any more information than they specifically ask for, and lie convincingly. When you get up and go out into the main area, you can see that Kale's door is open, which is a bit odd. Uh, and you haven't heard anything from Maisie, but then or Jay, but then it's it's six in the morning. Like they don't get up till eleven if they can, nine if they have to. You know. Yeah, she doesn't. She notices it's odd, yeah. but she doesn't yeah. do anything about it. Doesn't process it. You go over and open the door. Yeah. The guards are still standing there, and this time the woman addresses you. It says, "Neva Montgomery Cartwright." Yeah. Please come with us. What have I done? You haven't done anything. It is a matter concerning your family. Okay. They take that as a confirmation and start to walk away, looking expectantly that you're going to follow them. Yeah, she'll follow. Yeah, does Cromwell okay, still? Bye then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, left. I guess just call uh, when, you know, <laughs> bye. You're not going with? You haven't asked me to come. Why would, you haven't asked me to come with you? Why would I? Why would I just follow you? Well, you uh, I thought you were you? a friend. I mean, I'm happy to come with you if you want me to, but kind of weird to just assume I'll follow you with the weird guards who turned up mysteriously. I just had guards turn up and tell me it's a family matter. I thought you'd come to support. I mean, sure, if you want, move around for the kind of public humiliation of your family if your like, parents have been arrested and stuff. Well, why aren't we getting Maisie though? Why would it just be you? Do you want me to go knock on her door? Yeah. Okay, do you want to tell them to wait? <laughs> they've stopped yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman speaks up again and says, we are on a fairly tight schedule. Can I just well, I mean, go get Maisie there? So... Maisie will not be in her room. Oh, for fuck's sake. What's she done? Please. Oh my god, it's bad. Have you told my parents? Are they on their way? Please come with us. Not very forthcoming on any details, are they? We are not allowed to speak the details for both legal and professional reasons. Oh, fuck. Okay, we're coming. God, no wonder everyone hates the guards here. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on then. <laughs> so you both coming? Yep. I have been requested. Cool. For my comforting presence. <laughs> yeah, that totally exists. You, <laughs> you, were led, you were led silently through the dark morning streets of Veluna with very few other people around. The guards don't say anything whilst they talk and just lead you through the streets, avoiding distraction. But as you look closer, you can see that the female guard keeps looking at Neva out of the corner of her eye, but avoiding eye contact if you ever catch it. Whilst 
holding a worried, almost sad expression. Keeping eyes just keep their hands ever straight to their weapons as they lead us down these dark sure. alleyways. <laughs> They're not taking you any down any like small alleyways. It's all big known roads. Um, there's no like creepy side roads or anything like that. It's a fairly yeah, it seems a direct path. No, no, yes. Uh, there are people around, but yes, there would be moments when no one could see you, except for obviously you seeing yourself. You walk for what seems like half an hour or so across Aldore uh, and into Old Castle, eventually coming up to a building two stories high, very fancy with fake pale elven arches and pillars surrounding a grand oak-like door. Above the archway, etched into the stone, reads the name of the building. Mortuary. The guards walk straight inside and seem to be expecting you to follow. Neva definitely pauses and, like, what? Why? This What's is that? a bit morbid. Why are you bringing me here? Like, I thought we were going to sort out whatever my sister's gone and done. The guards haven't really stopped with you, they've gone up what? the steps towards the door. Why is it morbid? Well, this is where dead people are kept. It is? Like a whole building for it? I, I don't know anyone fancy enough to... to... go and, like... Have a this is where around people keep dead people. Oh. It, it's not where they're, they're laid to rest, it's where they're kept in between. Oh shit, I think... You think Maisie robbed someone and, like, it went bad? <laughs> Um, no, because the... No, no, she wouldn't do that. Hang yes. on. Can't we... Like oh, open. You what? Carly's bedroom door was open. So? Oh, I know he annoys her, but I really hope she hasn't killed him. <laughs> I don't... I'm not convinced that she could. The guards, <laughs> the guards are sort of, you know, waiting impatiently at this point, and I can hear an echo of myself. Do you follow them? Can you tell me why we are here? The, the, the guard looks you straight in the eyes and just says, I cannot tell you, but if you follow inside, you will know very soon. Fine. Reluctantly follows. They lead you straight past the reception desk, ignoring the figure behind it, leading you through the cold stone corridors. And after a couple of turns, you see four figures, all of which you recognize, standing outside of a door. Two of them are part of your uh, the security team that your parents employ. The other two are your parents. As you approach, your mother sees you and in her normal, impatient tone speaks up. Finally, you're here. But as your mother gets to the end of her sentence, your father interrupts, something you've never seen him or in fact anyone else do before. What's even more surprising is your mother doesn't stop him. He says, uh, maybe I should handle this one. 
he sits down on one of the uncomfortable looking sort of waiting chairs in the corridor and gestures for Neva to do the same. Cromwell, you kind of get the feeling that though you're there, you're being completely ignored. Hello, it's nice to meet you. I'm Cromwell. I'm um, sure you've said a lot about me. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, Neva's father just sort of waiting for Neva to take a seat. Is what the face I've spoken to on the phone uh, there? Uh, you know that it's Neva's mother that you've spoken to. Yeah, so, yeah, but I've also spoken to their like their old. Oh man. no, there's only those two, and then two guards. What's going on? Why are you um, here? As you sit down, um, the father finally acknowledges your uh, Cromwell. You Cromwell and says, "Would you mind giving us some privacy?" I mean, I'm not really sure why I'm here. I, I, I was. My I am not sure was, either. That's fine. No, uh, no, no, Cromwell. Cromwell. I would rather say? that we speak privately as a family. No. One no, of I the... never find that you would consider me a, a, a stranger to be a part of the family so quickly. One of the uh, security I'm... guards starts stepping forwards and kind of, he doesn't like grab you, but he's like sort of step between you and the family and is sort of like closing in as if it's Try time it, to... It's so time to... <laughs> he just looks at us like it's not. I don't want to make a problem. It's just, you know. I will go if Maisie wants me to go. I'll do or what Neva the family says. I'm assuming Maisie's around somewhere. Neva, uh, do, you, do you want me to stay or do you want me to go? I, I want you to stay. What is going on? I'm staying. Neva's father looks with Neva as well, just in case we do get separated. <laughs> Neva, your father looks you in the eyes. You just. You can see it's it's a weird amount of like concern. Like you just haven't really seen these emotions from your parents before. And he's just like, please, as a family. He doesn't have to leave the building. You can wait in reception. Okay. Uh, do I know this connection's been made? Uh, you would, yes. Yeah, so you would hear me speak in your mind and be like, oh. this will last like two minutes. Uh... <laughs> I'll let you know if I need you. And okay. uh, I guess like. Good. Screaming would would work as well. Uh, That's true. Something security... like "ow" will get off me. <laughs> the security guard starts like ushering you a little bit. Uh, I will. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I, I, I I will just kind of like swirl my coat around me and stomp off in an attempt at high dudgeon. But I'm very <laughs> I'm very small. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he follows you kind of part of the way and then lets you just go off to the reception or whatever and comes back. Uh, at which okay. point there's there's a pause to Neva and he looks at you and says, uh, Neva, my dear, I'm I'm not sure the best way to say this, so I'll, I'll just go ahead. There's been an accident. Last night, your your sister, well, she's... You can see this pain welling up in his eyes even more. She died. That treacherous Kale boy took her down to some caves and killed her. Some sort of religious thing, I think. He's been arrested, thanks to the gods, but Maisie is still. Oh well. We aren't going to panic. Uh, we've spoken to the mortician. He's allowed us to come and see her body, but we're now just waiting on the cleric who will join us. He sort of just 
clears his throat awkwardly <clears throat> and just looks at the floor silently. And you catch out of the corner of your eye, your mum looking not at you, but you can you can see there are tears and sort of wailing in her eyes. What are you talking about? It's a real what, reaction. What, 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 what do you mean, Maisie's died? Maisie's back at... I she wasn't there. No, no, no. You're lying to me. You just get like a very sympathetic face from your dad. The next few minutes move painfully slow. Almost like time itself has stopped, yes? So before the two minutes are up, at like a minute and a half, I'd probably be like, breaker, breaker, uh, everything okay? We're going to lose connection pretty soon what's up all you get is like a bunch of like mumbled like jumbled she's dead she's actually dead she's actually gone and done it she died uh you've killed your mother or Maisie is dead she's gone she 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 she's left me she, how could she do this I'm going to kill him. That's probably about where it cuts out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, is there like a window in any of the doors that I was left through? <laughs> I can like... No. No. <laughs> you, you'd be like in reception at this point. There's just some seats that you're kind of just like swinging your legs a little bit, you know? Is there anyone on the desk? Uh, yes. I haven't really acknowledged you. Excuse, excuse me. Uh, if there was to be fighting or an argument... Uh, like um, down the corridor, would we be able to hear that here? You just get like a a very confused <laughs> face that just sort of like goes back to looking at the things she was writing you know, on. You know, like if someone's family was here and they were having an argument, you'd be able you'd be able to hear that from here, right? I suppose. Okay, that's great. That's fine. I guess back to I'm, the just things. Gonna, I'm just gonna sit here. You could do with some smaller chairs. Um. <laughs> I hate this music, by the way. Just letting you know. It's uh, a piece that I made called Neva's Lament. So I know. I like it. Um, the next few minutes move painfully slow, almost as though time itself has stopped. There's not a single word uttered by anyone to break the silence, unless, or at least, no reply from any words that you make until you hear the faint clopping of boots from down the hallway as a figure dressed in religious robes walks towards you. He walks straight past you to your father and just says, shall we? And your father replies, that, yeah, yes, of course. They open the door and step inside. But as soon as you start to raise from your seat, your father puts his hand out and says, yeah, probably best you wait outside. You don't need to see this. If she's in there and going in there. The uh, one of your parents' security guards again steps sort of forwards. It's like you don't need to see this. Joey, get out of my way. I oh, know I wouldn't either, but my little sister is in there. Whilst you're looking up at him and talking, you see your father just slip straight in the door, and the door just clunk closes. 
this will be the last thing you do. I don't, I, I just, I do what I'm paying for, you know this. Turns the back to him. And just post at the door. He's saying. Once again, you find yourself waiting in the cold corridor, the silence barely broken by the gentle murmuring of conversation inside the room. Time passes slowly, leaving you alone with your thoughts. As you asked, how did this happen? How could it happen? Did Carly do this? Why didn't Maisie come get you? You're unorganized. What sort of chair am I on? A wooden one. Cool. I'm just stabbing my dad going to it then. <laughs> Fair enough. Your unorganized chaotic thoughts swirl around in your brain, your stomach turning, making you feel sick, unable to process this reality. What feels like hours later, but was probably only minutes, the door opens again, and your parents and the one hired security walks out. Your mother immediately starts walking off down the corridor, followed by Jerry. But your father silently offers you a hand to help you out of the chair and waits ready to walk with you. I don't need your help. What is going on? He starts to walk again, gesturing for you to follow. Don't walk away from me. Stop push stop closing me off from everything. Tell me what is going on. He's just waiting for you. She's refusing to go. We'll tell you what's happening, but it's time for us to leave. I'm not leaving her alone. It won't be for long. You don't. <laughs> That's my baby sister, and I'm not leaving her alone. He's just waiting. She follows. As you start to walk, he seems to be struggling to find words, but he does speak. I'm not going to lie to you. We aren't sure what will happen. We've uh, hired the best cleric on uh, jail to fix her. Uh, emeritus Boyer. We've spoken to him before. But he says he can't give us a guarantee. We'll just have to wait and hope. He pauses for a second and you can see once again this pain in his eyes. Your mother and I won't be able to stay in Vilana. So I'm entrusting your sister's care to you. They'll, they'll let you know what happens with the um, procedure. Uh, in the meantime, we're not comfortable leaving you in the city alone, so we've brought somebody over to keep an eye on things in case there's any more problems. Uh, they'll be here in a few days. He falls silent again, just walking with you through the corridors. Past reception, Cromwell, you see them come out, is a very, very sort of depressed uh, feeling for the entire conversation. You would have seen the mother first straight out the front door, didn't acknowledge you, and now... Okay, that means that. Okay, hundred percent. Maisie's dead. Okay, it's uh, unfortunate. But eventually, yes. Uh, Neva, her father, and another uh, one of the guards walk past. Yes, I'll just uh, get up and follow after them. Uh... No, I stop when I get to Cromwell. 
you, you can see outside uh, there's a carriage which your mother has already got into um, and your father sort of starts stepping forwards and gestures towards the coach questioningly you go and do what you do best and that's the absent he pauses I... you can see you can see he's sort of like fiddling with his fingers like big pudgy fingers a little bit uncomfortable um, still obviously very hurt, but he, he turns away, waddles his way down the steps and gets in the carriage. Uh, you see the other guard that isn't Jerry. his head, I will say, uh, get, maybe get in touch at, at some point with me. And what does it? Sure. You don't get any reaction, but you know that the magic has worked. Uh, the other guard that wasn't Jerry, I don't know, what's this guard's name? You know them. Arnold. Arnold, he just looks back and he's like, I'm really sorry. It's not your fault. And sort of just you. awkwardly turns off and follows the rest. And you see them trot off in the very, very fancy carriage, very similar to the one that you came to the university in. And uh, that's it. Hang on, you're waiting. So, what's going on? Can we just go home? Uh, yeah, has the cleric been passed again? Uh, yes, he would have like been sort of between the two. Yeah, he's left. Okay. Uh, sure. Do... Is there anything else you want to do here? No. Just, I need to go home. Cool. Uh, step outside, I'll be with you in just a sec, and I will head over to the receptionist. Sure. Does Maisie step outside? No. Maisie's dead. Maisie's dead. <laughs> Unlikely she does that. Just leave us dead outside. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked yeah. up, dude. <laughs> Maisie's body flops outside. Just leave us step outside. Neither does, yeah. Jesus, even uh, in death. These <laughs> are fucking names up. <laughs> then you go over to the receptionist, Cromwell, who again sort of looks up. This time, feeling a little more awkward, I think, just like everything that's going on. I'm just like, hello. Hey, uh, so I'm here with uh, the Montgomery Cartwrights. I believe we have someone staying with you, party of one. Um, I don't know how uh, this works. Do you get in touch with us? Should we come back here? Uh, what's the situation? So, the, whatever the next steps are, we will be. be they will be getting in touch with us. Uh, I believe it'll be the cleric or someone from the Montgomery Cartwright party that gets in contact with Neva. Okay, we will just be holding on. Get in touch with you and clerics. What's that step? Well, whoever, whenever the cleric can come along to um, follow through with 
the procedure will be contacted to arrange a date. And, and the procedure then... is like an embalming or like getting ready to be buried. Bringing her back. From the dead, I see. Yes. Uh, totally casual, normal thing that happens, uh, I guess. Um, when should we expect that? How long does that take? Availability can be difficult, but I would give it Monday or Tuesday. It is currently Friday, just so it would be Monday or Tuesday. For now, we will be preserving her magically. Okay, that's great. Um, and we should be here for it, or we should come back after it. Neva will be called back, but it will be only her that is allowed to be in the room. Okay, that's fine. Uh, well, just in case you can't get a hold of her, here's my stone ball phone number. Because <laughs> uh, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> uh, uh, Talkstone. You mean a Talkstone? Talk, yeah. Talkstone, thank you. I, mean, I feel like that was entirely in character. <laughs> uh, it was both. Uh, <laughs> she takes she so, moves down the number. Yeah, because, you know, that seems like an important call. Uh, dress code for that is... There is not a dress code. Casual, I get it. Okay. Uh, your name is? Vanity. Vanity. You've been very helpful. Thanks. And I'll back out to the front. Eva, good news. Your sister will be back with you uh, on the next working day. Uh, you've just got to kind of wait, make it through the weekend. So how, how do you feel about that? You surprise me all the time. Uh, well, I'd love to take credit. Uh, it's not actually me that's going to be doing it. Uh, some cleric has apparently been paid for. I... Uh, I am aware it's not you bringing her back. Okay, so... You're going to get a call, and if they can't get in touch with you, they're going to call me. Uh, my new BFF vanity in there is going to take care of the whole thing. There's no dress code, so just you know, go as you are at the time. Uh, and uh, then we'll have Maisie back on, on Monday at some point. Yeah? You would be aware, just in case you... Your father did say, like, all of this to you, basically, except... You don't. He doesn't know whether it's actually going to work or not. That's the only thing that Cromwell hasn't pointed out. <laughs> yeah, she's just kind of looking at Cromwell in just disbelief. Like she's not listening to him. She's not taking him seriously. She's just like, whatever. You just be you because no one else can be. So, any other questions that you've got for the more? Mortuary? Is that how you pronounce it? Mortuary. Mortuary. Anything else you want to know before we go? No, I just want to go home. Uh, okay, how long did it take us to walk here, Alex? Half an hour. About half an hour. Okay. Uh, bear with. Um, okay, so that takes ten minutes. Never mind. Okay, cool. We'll uh, we'll start heading back then, I guess. 
Sure. Kale, back in your comfortable room. I imagine he would have spent some time. He must wear a, a helm. Mm -hmm. Simple, because he's a terrible yeah. one. So he would have spent some time in contemplation, probably like praying to car, sort of praying at helm. Sort of, sort of, was it you? Was it you? What are you doing? He's very uncertain at the moment about yeah. his faith. Obviously, no response. You've never had a oh, response from. No, exactly. I, you wouldn't expect a response. Particularly. If you got yeah. one, you'd be really surprised. But he'd also be sort of, if you are listening, the heck, save him. <laughs> <laughs> um, whilst you're waiting and considering, um, a guard at the door opens, clunk, and a guard walks in. Um, the one you recognise, and he says, oh, "There's a, there's a call for you," and he puts down like a big, kind of like a talk stone, but like a big computer version, and then walks out the door, clunk, and it immediately <laughs> comes up with a nice little holographic projection of your father. Ooh. Hey! Like, Technology. Oh, Carly, I'm so glad I got this thing working. Or the the absolute mess that we've been going through to get this going, I swear. Um, well, I, I'd love to be there in person. Uh, I tried to get the, the, the next uh, airship coming along to, to, to come and see you. I'd, I'd be getting it in about uh, two hours or so. Uh, but of course, that's going to take me a day anyway to come along. Uh, so I thought I'd communicate anyway, best I can. Well, thanks for calling, Father. Look, it's all a bit chaotic and strange. Have they told you anything about what's happening in Maisie? Uh, not a lot about Maisie, mostly about you. Um, I've... I know you don't like to hear it this way, but I've used a lot of political influence. It's all going to be okay from your side of things. I, I truly believe that nothing of this is your fault anyway. It was more passing the paperwork a little quicker than it would have gone. So uh, pretty much after this call, you'll be free to go. They did say you're not allowed to leave the city uh, for now, just in, you know, uh, for the rest of the investigations and things, but you'll be, you, know, you won't have to stay in a room uh, before we come along and see you. Um... Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I've been told uh, what happened, the recollection of, of everything. Um, I'm sorry that you've had to go through it all. Uh, but I mean, you never know. Helm works in mysterious ways uh, most of the time. Just give me that Elm stuff. Now, you well, said to me when I had that vision before, you thought it was Elm, and I, I believed you. But if that was Elm, how come I ended up in mortal danger and my friend was killed, eh? Are you telling me that was Elm and he doesn't care about it enough to keep us alive, or is, is something else going on here? Do you know anything? I don't know how these things work. I mean, you're alive and that's the main thing. No, it's and not. If... The main thing is that Maisie's dead. Well, I, yes. And of course, I'm not trying to play that down. I, I do wish that this hadn't happened. Uh, but I, we, can, we can't be the ones to say how our forces such as our gods work, you know? <laughs> If this is how Elm works, I want nothing to do with him. Well, I understand. I know that uh, Fleekintar had some issues with believing in Helm as well, but we all know he he, he persisted through and, and it all worked out for the best. I failed to see how this is going to work out for the best. I mean, what was it all about? It, was it Helm? I mean, I don't understand what's going on here. We'll have a chat when you come here. Now. And I, I do appreciate, don't get me wrong, I appreciate the effort you're putting in. I, I mean, 
I'm not so worried about myself. It's, you know, what happens, happens. But I'm more interested in Maisie. If, if, if she should never have been involved in the first place. And then to get killed, and it was all my fault. I should never have left her. I should have been fault. there. It's not your fault. Yes, it was. She followed me into a cavern and got killed because of some vision, maybe from my own god. Of course it was my fault. It's not your fault, son. I, we'll talk more when, when I'm able to be there. Um... If you need to call, of course, you're more than welcome to at any point. I, I don't want to cut off communication or anything like that. No, no, no. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I know I, I might sound, I know I'm sounding a bit uh, put out, shall we say, but I, uh, I appreciate it. And it's not you I'm angry with. It's, it's, well, it may be hell, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I need to think. We all have lapses in our faith sometimes. It is understandable. I'll be praying to Helm for you anyway. Okay, I, I appreciate the thought, if nothing else. I look forward to seeing you when here, but in the meantime, if you can use your contacts to find out anything about Maisie or do anything to help that situation, I, I, you know, concentrate on that. I, I'm happy, I'm fine, I'm, this Ruby's okay, I'm not worried about getting out. I'll do what I can. Uh, your mother does wish to speak with you, though. Oh, that'd be lovely, lovely to see her. Tell her not to worry. Is she there at the moment? Uh, he just, you see the sort of holograph holographic projection sort of move sideways out of frame in quotes and then your mum walk in uh looking stressed like she hasn't slept <laughs> like the entire night <laughs> like, oh mom you're looking a bit tired well it, a lack of sleep will do that are you okay oh uh, yes oh i'm fine don't worry about me i i tried to, <laughs> don't I've worry had... about you my son is in jail the other side of the world from me yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'll be fine. I got a few scratches and bumps. I'm, I'm fine. I'm. I just say that I'm more, more interested in, in, in how we can help Maisie at the moment. Also, yes. I, I don't know. Does she? Have you? Have you been told about what happened? What happened? The actual, the, the, the dream and all this stuff that led to all this. Have, have they told you the details? <sighs> the broad strokes have yes been passed me. I, um... I, I mean, do you have any idea where this is coming from? Because it's. This is all new to me, and I don't understand what's going on. And if this is Helm, and I, I don't want to be associated. She, like, pauses, and you can see her look over towards your father. And then you can see, like, the whole projection be, like, lifted up and moved, sort of away from your father to, like, a separate room. She puts it down and sits, and is like... <sighs> you have to remember that your father has lived hundreds of years believing in Helm, with no reason not to. Whether this is Helm or not, you have to remember that the gods are not anything other than beings. They are fallible. They are not always right. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't believe in them. But if you don't want to, that is your entire choice. If this was Helm, and it takes your perspective, I will support you. It may take some talking with your father, but we will support you all the way. If this wasn't Helm, then good. But don't feel pressured. I hope that you don't feel pressured to believe what your father believes and try to find excuses for what happened. But don't blame yourself. You could not have predicted any of this. You didn't have control off, of your body. I, you could I mean, control your friends following you. Yes, but I could have, uh, I could have stayed with her. I, sh I should never have left her. You don't even know. If you stayed with her, you might have also died. 
maybe this is the correct course. Maybe this is the incorrect course. We don't know. Mm. I mean, I appreciate your support, I do. I, I, I don't disbelieve in Helm. I'm just not sure I, uh, I, I uh, respect him anymore. That is so, uh, I, I, if it was Helm, I mean, if it wasn't Helm, if it was somebody else, of course, that raises a whole different set of questions about who and what and, and why. Why that yes. crystal? Then I don't understand. Yes. Are you coming over with that? Are you uh, too busy in the city? I understand I can if you can't to. make it. Everything can go on pause for this. We'll be making right. our way as soon as we can. That's very kind of you. But uh, don't worry about me. Look, I, I'm sleeping fine. Uh, they're looking after you really well. They're not They're not cruel here. They're, they're very kind. So don't worry. I'm, I'm fine. Depending on how the journey goes and such, we'll either be here tomorrow or Sunday. You know how these airships can be. Unfortunately, we cannot afford the fastest of the fastest. Um, I was hoping to click together to teleport, but it doesn't seem possible. It's all right. Right now. If you if you can if you contact the uh, university office when you get here, they'll, I'll, I'll make it's, sure they know where I am. We'll be uh, staying uh, in the city for a few days until everything's moved over. And if you wish to come back home with us, that would also be an option. I'm not sure yet. It depends. I haven't decided. I I, I need to. Well, I mean, I might not be allowed to, of course. But you, we'll see. You already cleared that you are able to go into Veluna so you could at least live with us there. We'll sort out the rest. We know this wasn't your fault. Well, I'm glad somebody thinks that. I'm not convinced. But anyway, but we, we I appreciate things the ready to and, go and, on and, the airship. And, yeah, yeah, you go. I, just don't worry about me. I, I'm fine. Uh, you, 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 if you get here, that'd be lovely, and I look forward to seeing you, but don't worry about rushing. It's, it's all fine. Stay strong. I look forward to seeing you very soon. They uh, end up the call and hang it up. For me. <laughs> <laughs> they end up, end up the call and hang it up. Conversation. Cal said, Dad, I'm having a crisis of faith. I don't want to hear about Jesus, essentially. <laughs> went, That's okay, son. You know, Jesus had a crisis of faith. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that ends, uh, the... Um, the guards come in, collect that, and there's only a few minutes before they come in, and it's the same uh, guard helm that was before who steps in and says, well, uh, you're free to go for now, but you have to stay within Veluna. Uh, but you're, you're welcome to leave. Um, there's not much else from us here. We will be in communication if it's needed. Okay, uh, and do you know what, what's happening with Maisie at all? I'm afraid I don't. Do you know what I can find out? You could try contacting the mortuary mm. or possibly her family. I mean, I imagine the mortuary must be somewhere close to the police station. This big building is usual. Close can enough. you tell me where is the mortuary? We are? I've never been there. Well, if you came out of here, it's about 15 minutes uh, to the west. Okay, thank you. Well, I, I, I just told you, know, I'll probably be heading back to the university for the moment, but I might be visiting my parents in the city probably on Sunday. This is okay. We do not need to track your movements. Okay. Well, if you need me, contact the university, or I'm sure you can find me. You know what you're doing. We will do. 
and he steps aside for you to move outside. <sighs> oh, just one little thing. You know when 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 you found me uh, when we were at the uh, at the healer's place, I was uh, not had... present. Uh, well, you are with the guard. The healer had my uh, braces. Have you got those now? Um, this is not something we were aware of at the time, so I imagine he still has them. Oh, fair enough. Okay, thank you very much. You exit out the building, uh, down the stairs, um, and with completely unpredictable timing, you see two figures walking fairly close by. That's of Neva and Cromwell. You're probably hearing me just going after like a couple of minutes of silence being like, so <laughs> how did she die? <laughs> Cromwell killed her. Cromwell killed her. Cromwell. Thinking that I was going to get her killed and I haven't, thank you. I understand you're upset. <laughs> Cal killed her. Cal killed her. You catch out of the corner of your eye movement. Ali. Oh, hey, look, it's, it's <laughs> fucking Cal. What are the odds? <laughs> uh, just gonna, just gonna look to see if she puts her hands to her knives. Uh, oh, she has. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm well, gonna Cal say. Can. He's walking out of the police station, so probably don't attack him, because then, you know, that's assault. <laughs> We've got no pepper. So Cal would come I over. Yeah, if he can get away with it, I can too. Uh, Cal would come over. Anyway. Hey, Cal. Uh, so kill Neva, you killed Maisie. Neva. No, I didn't kill Maisie. I didn't. That's not that's that's but she was killed. Is she, do you know anything about it? Is, is she, were they able to save her? What happened? Why are you out? I really don't know. I don't think I should be, but that's not the point. Where? What happened with Maisie? So Ma Maisie's coming back on Monday. Uh, they've, according they've got to the front desk lady at the at the mortuary. Oh. Uh, now, before Eva tries to murder you in front of uh, all the guards in the city, uh, very quickly, like, uh, walk us through what happened. Well, I mean, basically, I was something took control of my body, and I was, I ended up walking up to the old castle, and she followed me. Uh, and we ended up in the dungeons below, and then all sorts of stuff happened, with all sorts of nastiness, that ended up with a fight with this crystalline creature that nearly killed me and did did kill her. I tried to save her, then I ended up leaving the, 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 to try and get some healing, and I went back. And I gave everything I had to get some healing potions and things, but when I got back, it was too late. So I dragged her out, dragged her back to the healer again, and then uh, that's it. Really, I got guard turned up, and they took her away. And I don't know what happened to her after then. Okay, so Neva, the guards must think that that is true. Otherwise, he wouldn't be walking out with his head still attached to his neck. Yes. No. No, it's okay, Neva. I understand. I I blame me too. I, she she shouldn't have been. I should have stayed with her. I, I shouldn't have left her. Mm, I mean, if you went to go get 
Doesn't matter. You're, you're going to blame yourself. You're going to blame him. It's fine. How about we all just take a nice, quiet walk back to the space we all live in together? Um, I'll tell Jay uh, so that she doesn't wonder where Maisie is in the morning and ask insensitive questions. Uh, let's just let's just enjoy enjoy a quiet walk. But well, it's a slow one if you don't mind. I'm still quite injured, so I I, I can't walk too fast. Neither storms off. Reasonable. <laughs> uh, God, uh, we are going to be in such trouble if she dies on the way back. Oh, that's not going to look good for you. Uh, <laughs> you go with that. I'll, I'll make my own way back. I mean, you're currently more likely to die. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. You, you keep, keep her company. She needs it at the moment. I'll just... I'll just make a mental leg while I can still see go. her to be like... <laughs> just just be like 30 feet ahead. And if you wouldn't mind. That way, if you get attacked by whatever, then, you know, your parents don't have to make a U-turn. And we can also make sure that Cal doesn't die because I'm sure if he is guilty, then you'll want to kill him with your own hands and you'd feel bereft <laughs> of that should some mugger get him. On the way back. Have I had a long rest yet? Um, no, definitely not. No, fine. So I still, I still can't cast any spells. So I still can't, can't cure myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just I never believe this, Cal. But just by pure coincidence, it was only a few hours ago that, that I was like, oh yeah, Maisie wouldn't be able to kill you, and so it's it's ironic that the thinking is that you've killed her. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I'd be able to kill her. She had that, those bleed things and so on. She managed to kill this crystalline entity that would be pinned to the wall. Gotcha. That sounds. Um, I mean, implausible to anyone who hasn't spent the last few months with you, to be honest. So I understand why they kind of jumped to uh, you, but considering the random things that we've gotten ourselves into, I mean, fine, sure. I think it might have been related, actually, because there was that black goo you've seen before is all over the place down there. I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, well, that's... But I intend to find out. Okay. I'm going to suggest you don't. Uh, <laughs> or at least, you know, put a hold on it for now until you're not suspect number one in a murder. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it today. <laughs> Not until I'm, I was thinking for like a few weeks. Oh well, well that it rather depends on the this, this whatever it is in the dreams that came to me. I, if that comes back again, there's going to be trouble. Well, just on that, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Maisie has also had a dream where something took control of her body and she was seeing things. Nothing could took control of her body. I swear she was out in the corridor seeing something, and some she was seeing saw things. Her... Yeah. But she wasn't like being controlled. Yeah, well, that's what Cromwell mm. thinks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. You you might very factually be able to go. That's what Cromwell thinks. <laughs> so fair enough. Fair enough. So, oh, for the moment, I, mean, I that's, just need, that's weird. I just need to get back. The rest, I don't feel very bright, to be honest. I still got this hole in my chest. In my chest, it's quite. Actually, yeah, there's like it's quite, still the same clothing. There's like a massive tear in the armor. You can see this horrid sort of. Malformed, scarred skin all through the shoulder. I got, uh, uh, I got like pinned to the wall with this crystal. It now hurt. 
Well, if nothing else, it will give you street cred uh, once it's healed up. That's, that'll be a, a nice scar. I don't want a nice scar. <laughs> I'm just trying to find any silver lining here. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate the thought. It's very kind. But for now, I think we need to get back Neither. and I need to rest. Yeah. Neither asked me to come along for to, to be a source of comfort. If, um, how am I doing? You're trying very hard. <laughs> okay. As long as that's coming through. Because uh, it's not eventually, really my forte. <laughs> eventually, you get back to the dorms. <laughs> and so this it would be, it's on Friday. Uh, presuming none of you are going to class today. But it is... Um, Wait, hang on, sorry. We're, I think we're, we're in the same. Friday, we're waking up on the Friday morning. That was yeah, it's morning, fr- it's Friday hours. morning. It's Friday I, morning. I now about eight case, o'clock or so. I think I'll probably head to the infirmary to see if he can't get some healing for his wounds. Sure. Yeah, you go past the infirmary. They'd be more than happy to help you out. Basic stuff as usual. I've got, but a, I got a feel boo- boo-boo in my arm. But you'd probably then as well probably go home and sleep because yeah. you barely slept. You probably got I, a couple hours. I would uh, knock on Jay's door, wake her up when we get in to be like, this is the she situation. is already uh, up when you get back because she's getting ready to go to class. Okay. And then I would head out with, with her if she's still going uh, mm-hmm. early to pop round to see each of our professors to be like, so lady is dead. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we might not be in classes because she has you, a sister. It's not going round, and you get the feeling after about two of them, they all already know. Like, this is not... You are basically one of the last to know of everything I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll finish the round anyway because mm-hmm. uh, I have um, Professor Morthargus on the list for myself mm-hmm. uh, to be like, hey, I know I'm supposed to be doing yeah. that thing where mm-hmm. I fetch the 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 thing from the plant for you uh outside of Veluna. um i still super want to do that but i think i was supposed to get to that this week if i remember rightly and one of my flatmates is a murder suspect in the murder of one of my other flatmates and he's not allowed to leave the city so it's okay it's fine okay. just whatever time okay that's fine i just want to just want to be clear that I still super want to be like, I'm glad I'm your apprentice and I still want you to give me jobs. It's just that like, it might be. I want to be 100% super honest with you. I'd completely forgotten. I told you to do it. <laughs> oh, well, that's actually, that's actually quite reassuring. Mm. Uh, You've now reminded me. So. So yeah. Well, it was just in case, you know, you wanted to get someone else. Mm. I'll, I'll leave you to it. Thanks for your time. Um, mm. Just like get someone to drop around whatever work to our, to our thing. Um, and that's what I would have told you, uh, especially yeah. uh, Neva's professors as well, to send someone with our work because she'll want to get lost in it. Yeah. Uh, you do all that, it's probably past midday by the time you've walked around. Like, there's a lot of campus to walk around, a lot of people to talk to. Uh, and on the way back, you'd notice, you'd notice on one of the notice boards, uh, just a little post a notice that says, uh, due to a recent tragedy, the assault course trial planned for the 9th will be delayed to the 23rd. Because it was going to be tomorrow. <laughs> I think it was. I think I think that's what the the timing was. Oh, sorry, Sunday. You'll be fine by then, right? So yeah, it's delayed. Um, but it does remind you that technically not tomorrow, but the week after on the fifteenth. So today is the seventh for you. The fifteenth is your next robot wars fight. Sorry, um, Warforged wars fight. 
I really for, so for the rest of that day, is there anything in particular you do other than obviously walking around? Carly sleeping, I'm assuming. Yes. Neva? She'll be curled up in Maisie's bed. Oh. That's fair enough. At some point. There's uh, a lot of knife holes on the ceiling. That's fine. <laughs> she found your your hidden teddy and it's cuddling yeah. it. Yeah. At some point, uh when Carly's up and about, he will go back to the healer and say, Oh, actually, well, if you go back to the healer and just say, have you still got the braces? So it'll be much later in the day. Uh, probably gone back to dark by the time, like you've gone to sleep and woken up back in the dark. Um, and you're feeling better. Uh, it's been a full rest, like you're sorted out. You've still got like oh, less yes. scarring. You've got less scarring, but there's obviously like a big mark on your shoulder on some new clothes and such. Um, and you still got a little stiffness in the shoulder. Like, you feel like it might loosen up. Maybe you need someone a bit more powerful to sort of help out, but it doesn't, you don't think it'll affect you that much. Uh, you walk back across town quite a fair way over to Old Castle and find the healer that you were at before with a nice big sort of wooden panel over the broken window that you smashed. Yeah. And uh, when you walk in, uh, it's not the same um, older man before. There's actually a, a younger... A possible son or someone standing behind who's like, oh, uh, hello? How can we help you? Ah, uh, evening. Uh, I'm just dropping in. Uh, there was a bit of a sort of happening last night. Uh, you probably heard about it by now. Uh, where a friend of mine ended up uh, uh, killed. I hope not permanently. Uh, and I ended up quite beaten up. And uh, in the course of it, uh, I, I gave... Uh, owner whoever it was who was here uh all my cash and and left my yes. uh, braces with him yes uh i haven't got the money to uh redeem mm. the braces yet but i just wanted to make sure you still got them safe well we do have the braces uh i believe you still have around uh well, a little bit of money left to pay for the uh the, the potions uh but also of course they're settling the balance of uh, breaking the window so we will return the braces to you once the balance of uh, 56 gold has been put into our possession. Yeah, it's a lot, but that's fair enough. Okay, as long as I know how much it is, I'll get back to you as soon as I can get the money together. Just wanted to make sure you still had them, because I wasn't sure you still have all the excitement. We will well, hold on to them for the next uh, three weeks. Uh, but if you aren't able to pay away, then we will sell them to go fix it. should be fine, I think. But uh, okay, thank you very much. As long as I know where they are, I'm, I'm happy. If it looks like I'm going to struggle or whatever, I'll come back and talk to you. I think I should be fine. Uh, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll leave, you, leave you to it now then. Sorry about the window. Of course. I'll leave you to it. See ya. <laughs> back across the city. A lot of walking. A lot of walking. But at least you're in control walking. of your body. He's time. walking. Exactly. He's walking and thinking. So that's good. Sorry, Joey. Try to break in. Yes. I was just going to say, uh, before I, there's something I would do before I get back to the rooms after sure. going to see all the teachers. Uh, I would go to the library and ask for the biggest, wordiest, oldest book they have uh, <laughs> on resurrection. And then you the are... most modern, simplest, smallest book on resurrection. You are directed uh, through to a fairly like. Um... Like, there's a section for, like, particularly old tombs and things like that. And there is a, a book that is, um, uh, it, it is very broken and, like, broken up old destroyed leather and such. But there's this sort of, like, weird plasticky, magically sort of veil over the top of it that seems to be protecting it. So it's kind of a weird aesthetic. 
Um, but it's a big sort of, you know, like you say, a big book on resurrect, uh, not resurrection, um, well, resurrection, revivification, any of them, any of the everything, the sort of bringing back to life uh, in all methods kind of a book. Uh, it's written in sort of common. It's like a mix of Perwelven and common that you can like follow along with a similar to like, I don't know what that means. It's a very old book. I'm not uh, sure how good it will be for modern times. Uh, and on the inverse scale, yes, there's like a effectively like a resurrection for dummies kind of book. <laughs> yeah, that one, great. Cool. I'll I'll check both of those out, and I'll I'll carry the little one in my little hands, and I'll carry the big one with the mage tentacle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People walk past like the fuck. <laughs> uh, and then I'll head back. I'll knock on Neva's door. No response. No response at all. Damn it, she's not here. Jay, do you know where Neva is? Uh, what time would you say this? It's probably not the end of school yet, so she's probably still in... Still out. Oh, she, she went to classes then, okay. Yeah, she went to classes. I mean, she's close to you, but she's not that close to all of you. You've known her for like a week. Cal, <laughs> do you know where Neva is? Am I Neva's still at this point? <laughs> yeah, Neva's out. Uh, Neva, goddamn. Uh, Cal's out talking to a shopkeeper. Maze? Oh, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. Uh, I'll go crack open Maze's door. Hello? Neva's just asleep on a tear stained pillow. I will press the digitate the pillow dry. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, <laughs> it's like you know sometimes if you like drool and you sleep and you wake up and it's all yeah. uh, and i will uh i'll just place the big wordy ridiculous book uh on the uh probably on the floor i imagine on the bedstand the bedside table is like lots of wrappers and stuff of something uh and then i will go to my room and i'll read the Resurrection for dummies thing. <laughs> sure. You kind of follow along some of it. You truly believe you could not enact any of this, but you're getting a basic understanding of like the vague idea of like locating what some people call a soul, like a body's energy. It can be different depending on different faiths and which entity sort of captures that and whether or not it becomes possible. There are things like certain deaths you can't be brought back from. Uh, if some are easier, some are harder. It depends on the age of the person. So there's like, there's a lot of factors that you're, you're understanding. It's, it's a very difficult process. Um, so obviously I, I know that I can't cast them because they're not my spells, yeah. but is it fair to say I gain an understanding of Revivify, Raise oh, Dead? Yeah, a basic understanding. But yeah, not enough to obviously cast them. Yeah. Yeah. From like a, uh, yeah. Um, that raises questions. Many questions. Yeah. The day comes to a close. You'll come back. Jay comes back. Everything's just a little sort of silent and awkward. Um, uh, your, your your little mimic, Carly, has missed you. Oh, when yeah. you come back. You know, and he's sort of cutting up to you. my mimic. Um, what, what do you reckon your mimic? It's been quite a while. What do you reckon your mimic has settled into being as a, as an object? It was only the size of like a small trunk, I think. Yeah, would you, um, I think it would probably have t because it, it, we're in a, in a student dig, so it would probably have settled on being like a bedside table. 
with uh, random books scattered on the top. So I've got two of them now. One's got actual books on it. The other one looks like it has actually part of the mimic. And the drawer would be where its mouth is. Yes. Or maybe one of the books is the mouth. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, so, so I go in and I say, hello, little... No, that's back to my table. Ah, hello, little... <laughs> Just trots over, nice and cute. Um, but yes, the day comes to a wonderful close, to a Saturday, which is, you know, a nice day of the week if your friend's not dead. Um, <laughs> early the next morning, which, once again, I'm sure you're extremely not happy about, it's about 7am, Cromwell, this time you look at the, uh, apparently you're the one that wakes up for this, um, you look at the clock, 7am, there's a knocking on the door, one of the one. It's, it's not as, like, powerful as before, but it's fairly, like, uh, abrupt, sort of, dum 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 with a little pause and then another dum 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 sort of thing. Oh, shit. Oh, I bet that's Gail. I bet she's heard. I totally forgot to tell her. Oh, no, you've heard you've heard Gail not before. She has a very, like, ding, 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 ding on the door. Okay. That's not Gail. I'll get, I'll get like, a little... I'll, I'll get, like, a little ink pen or something. Tell Gail. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't keep forgetting about her. I'll, do we have a peephole? Um... Yeah, but you can't see through it. <laughs> <laughs> this, place, this place is so discriminatory. <laughs> no, there's probably a second one about your height. Get stool. <laughs> no, there's a second peephole about your height for you to be able to see through the door. Oh, uh, that's going to be the worst height, though. It's probably like crotch height. No, it's magically. Right. Can you identify whose crotch this is? Um, well, listen, you have a choice. This can either be magically linked so you can see his face, or you can have canonically just stare at people's crutches when they come to the door. It's your world. You get crutch height. Crutch height. Crutch height. Crutch height. Okay. Uh, in which case, is it? Uh, you're seeing a crutch, apparently. No. Uh, <laughs> you don't recognize either the crutch or the person, the face. <laughs> Neither are recognized. Are they wearing a fancy belt? Uh, they're wearing a very, very fancy belt. Okay, that really narrows it down. That makes it like three different people only, instead of like everyone in the world. So I'll, I'll crack open the door, I'll be like, it's fucking early, what do you want? Who are you? When you open the door, cracked open, you see a rather muscular, yet very prim and tidy figure. He has very pale skin with ginger hair, neatly arranged into a pompadour, with a bulbous nose and a very chiseled jawline. He wears a very fancy, an expensive top with a jacket to match, made of some kind of exotic leather, maybe. He has large knee-high boots, again made of exotic leather, making his whole outfit feel as though it would cost more than you have ever seen in your entire lifetime, or would expect to. Uh, this outfit was probably more than you paid per month of rent in your flat when you were staying. He stands with his weight on one leg, looking pompously around, uh, one eyebrow slightly raised, one hand up as if he was Checking his nails before you open the door. Do you open more or are you just leaving it to a little little crack? No, I'll just do a little crack and be like, what do you want, a strange son of Nigel Thornbury? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for Neva. And your name is? Franklin bon Von Benningham the Seventh. Franklin Von Benningham the Seventh? Yes. Okay. So you said that like I should know who you are. I haven't. A clue oh, you, who you certainly are. should. 
Well, that's just unhelpful. If someone says they don't know who you are, could you generally... please get? Could you get Neva? I swear your servants are meant to be more responsive. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> well, obviously, you're uh, you're a son of a bitch. I'm extremely <laughs> impatient. <laughs> Yeah, you know if you keep if you keep your hand like that, you're gonna get pins and needles, uh, like really quick. Oh, so uh, you you can wait. I heard Veluna was a dire place, but these servants that, speak that into the masters as such. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait at the door, <laughs> like just gonna look at him through the peephole for like just three minutes crunch. before going anywhere. Uh, give me a perception. Four. Four. <laughs> oh. Too big of a bell. Cool. Does the name ring a bell? Wait, why <laughs> didn't you specify the size of the belt? <laughs> um, <laughs> you, the name is pompous enough to think that it's probably someone from Neva and Maisie's sort of home, home life, uh, but you probably wouldn't have heard that name in particular. Should I, Joe, know who that is? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's been brought up. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It's uh, not a name I recognise. But then I'm terrible with the name, so... Okay. I'll, I'll wait a full, like... 10 minutes. And then I'll go knock on M Maisie's door. Yeah. Yeah. Some bitch at the door for you. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt the uh, third. He's got terrible hair, terrible clothes. Uh, he called me a servant, so he clearly doesn't know the way things work around here. And then he started mumbling something about Valuna, but I, I already wasn't listening at that point. Um, did he have any obvious weapons on him, Alex? No. I am so sorry. It's fine. I'll get my own back. Uh, who is he? <laughs> she just climbs out of bed and goes under the door. No, wait, I need to know before I attack him. <laughs> She's already at the, the door. door. Is he, he going to be able to fuck me up or is he just going to like wail and whine? I, I need to know because I'm, I'm probably going to do it. So it'd be helpful to know beforehand. He's harmless. Excellent. You open the door, and as soon as Franklin von Benningham VII sees your face, he lights up. Oh, Neva, my love, my darling, it's been far too long. My heart has ached to be separated from you. I felt as though I could have died, and he just sort of embraces you in one arm, kind of uncomfortably, but, you know, you're used to it. But don't you worry, my princess, I am here now to dry your eyes and protect you from this villainous world. At which point he sort of looks around the room and says, Oh my, what an utterly dire living space. I can't believe they can't believe they have my snuffle bunny living in this shoddy excuse for a home. And sort of just like let's corridor. go and, and walk, walks on in. This is a corridor. No one no one lives in the corridor. Yeah, the, the door was open. He's he's come inside. She opened the door. Snuffle bunny. <laughs> oh my. Oh the pain you must be feeling. I take it. I, all I, that bear with you being here. 
You would have heard this booming voice. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I'd, I'd probably be pe peeping out my room at this point. What's going on? Are you visible or just looking? For the moment, I'm just opening. I'd open my drawer a little bit so about so much. So I could just look out and see what's going he on. Probably doesn't notice you then. Yeah, you see this, this man standing there. Oh, just the outfit is ridiculous. There's like gold everywhere and straps and coat and hair up. The hair looks as though like a strong wind wouldn't even budge it, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna grab like a like a teacup or something and then go away for a few minutes. <laughs> okay. And then I'll return. In the meantime, he takes Neri takes you by the hand and take, goes down to the sofa and like gets you to sit down like it's very i don't know if you become sort of like automatically a bit more submissive just because of how your interaction with him has always been or if you've been here long enough for your personality to change but he definitely sort of tries to guide you over to take a seat yeah she would go with so he gets you to sit down goes to sit down looks at the chair and just grimaces slightly and then stays standing <laughs> like oh you must be feeling so much pain and i feel it with you a loss of a sister. Too much for some to handle. Is that really why you're here? I'm here to protect you. Your family has has given me the job. Such a, such oh, a meaningful sake. job to protect you from this villainous world and that treacherous Kale Tar. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> when I hear that, if he says that... Yeah. If he says that, I was going to say, at that point, I'd walk out and say, oh, nice to meet you, too. He, like, stands between you and uh, and uh, Neva, very sort of standing up straight, and like, huh, I'll be watching you so carefully. How you manage to weasel your way out of the prisons, I'll never understand. And, and you are? <laughs> Franklin von Benningham Seventh. I'm Neva's boyfriend. I really think she could do better than you, surely. <laughs> yeah, and like I'd spend time bothering about what you think. Oh well, well. I will. In Carl, in Carl's hair, he'll hear. Just go with me. I'll, I'll smack him with a with a saucer on my way past. And I'll say like, yeah, sure. You gotta, you know, understand. We have got someone who's <laughs> a, a station above us in life here. Yeah. I'm. Well, uh, I'm very sorry for our first meeting here. Please take this um, cup of apple juice. I will. I'll grab some for you as well, Neva. And just you know, I just wanted to apologise. Um, oh, I see. Please, yes. please enjoy. Give okay, me okay, I apologize. a performance of persuasion. I'll let you choose. Joe, it you does didn't. both look and smell like Joe. Apple juice, Joe, you and did. I rolled a natural twenty. Joe, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if there was ever time for a natural 20, he looks down and like, well, about time. Apple juice. Not something I'd usually oh. expect in a teacup as such. Joe. Oh, well, you're, fa you're fancy. You're clearly from money. That's the nicest crockery we have. <laughs> what does it taste like? Apple juice? Like apple juice. And then as he continues to drink it, he'll realize that the prestidigitation phase and he's drinking my warm piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Just holding Neva's hand like, oh, oh my. I, I, right. I, must... yeah. I remember you, your Frankie piss drinker. Uh... You, you really should get some better apple juice. The services around here are 
Despicable. I, I, I like. Neva is really trying not to laugh at this point. <laughs> You're drinking piss. You're Frankie piss drinker now. That's how everyone. You believe what you want to believe, Seth. <laughs> I, can, I can get some more fresh from the tap if you want to compare. I can. I can. I can you know. Neva, why do you spend your time with these despicable things? Oh my goodness. Um. Well, um, actually markedly improved recently. Uh, <laughs> I, I may not. Uh, I'm. I may not have always got on with Cromwell. Well, I, he, I think I think I think I he, speak for for myself when I you know, I think Cromwell has gone up in my estimation. Cromwell yeah. has been a major support for me right now. And she's currently crying from laughter, but it looks like she's crying from... These tears, they break my heart. But I am here. I shall protect you. I'm... I don't don't understand what you're here to protect her from. The world. I wouldn't expect you to know what's out in the big, wide world. Uneducated. You wouldn't expect me to know. Do, that is what I said. Do you need, need me to, to speak slower for you? Do, is he out of Franklin. understanding? Yes. My dear. Where's the hot air makes all the words rise, and I'm I'm down here, so it takes longer for them to get to me. You really are down there. Yeah. This is my friend you were talking to. Exactly. Servant. Friend. Yes, I am your friend. I'm your boyfriend. And he's a servant no. of his place. Cromwell uh, is not to, a servant. Uh, Cromwell is my friend. In front of him and just tickle under his chin with it. Uh, you start to put a um, tentacle towards him. And despite what Neva had said, with a ridiculously fast reaction time, he has stepped back, pulled an entire like uh, pistol gun from his inner jacket and is pointed directly at you. And you sort of miss it. It's got a ten foot reach. It's still under his chin. <laughs> uh, is it physical or is it not? Not a physical thing. Uh, it's it's an ability. It's not. I'm, I've not cast a spell or anything. It is just from the ground. It's just a small rift and then a tentacle. No, I appreciate that. But is, is it physical, as in touchable? Uh, it it hits people and does cold damage. But I'm not using it to hit him. I'm just. Okay, in which case he would brush it away from his face and keep the gun pointed and just say, I suggest very strongly that you stay in line. That's Neva. when Neva will get up and go between the two. She'll stand yes. between his pistol <clears throat> and Cromwell. Listen, I know you've always had a soft spot for servants, but... Cromwell is not a servant. Cromwell um, is my friend. He... The, the only person the, the, here who's a servant is you, dude. You've been sent here with a job. He uncocks the pistol and puts it back inside and says, then why does he dress like one? I'm poor. Oh, even worse. <laughs> you know a lot of rich, <laughs> sir? Son of a bitch. Oh, yes, but usually we pay our servants to be dressed slightly nicer. Neva, can Should... I kick this guy out? He's a douche. Yes. Please do. I will okay, not great. be leaving. Swing your rook. I do, do not what? need you here. I do not want you here. Well, I am here under your parents' charge. I am not leaving. Yep. Not a chance. Your parents don't, don't own this flat. Besides, you Get are out. hysterical right now. I believe you wouldn't want me here. 
I'm not hysterical. Oh, you wouldn't know. You're a woman. She will slap him. 100% she will slap him. <gasps> Proving my point. Yeah. Do you have your knives on you, Neva? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. One's out. Cal, uh, we have an uninvited guest. Will you help no, us evict I, him? I don't think you we should be able to... You should, stay, you should stay back. I do not unless want you, unless or you need want you to here. This murderer on you, Frankie, piss drinker. I'd uh, like Frank, to see him try or you. I, I, Besides, Frank, I, I think I think I think things are a little bit uh, head up at the moment. Why don't you go for a little bit of a walk? Come back a bit later. I don't want to yes. come back. Not you, him. Just go for a walk. Come back a little bit later on. I want to be leaving my neva. I uh, just. For I'm minutes, not so, your neva. I think yes, I think uh, I think Neva and and Cromwell and I just need to have a little chat and then they come back a little bit later on, okay? Yeah, we literally have never heard of you. Uh, we've got no proof that you've come as you've said that you've come. Uh, you're trespassing on property, and uh, I also don't think Jay will like you either. Uh, my where, where been... are you planning on sleeping? You going to sleep on the sofa? Has... My presence has been approved by the university. Jay is being Prove removed it. from. Jay has been removed from this uh, location for me to stay here. What? And I do not need your approval. Are you actually kidding me right now? I mean, all we've got is your word, and you're clearly untrustworthy. Then contact the university and ask. You're currently trespassing. Get out. You I can bring someone. Bring a staff member who, who I'll believe. Franklin. Yes, my dear. How about you do me a big, huge favour? Um, across the way are some people that um, I'm. I'm very worried may affect my safety. Um, and I'm a lot more scared of them than I am of Carly. I mean, Carly's mainly harmless. Um, is there any chance you can just? Go over there and and sort them out for me, please. Give me a deception. <laughs> Are you talking about girls' roommates or the people that the I girls like? Girls' roommates to the She's talking yeah, about no, the... this would be at me asking out loud oh, as an attempt to assist. Yeah, you know those really horrible people that live with Gail and torture her. They don't live opposite. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> Where do they live? I thought they did live they opposite. Live across like to the side whereas the other guys live opposite you oh well either way get some out of the flat hopefully yeah he doesn't know that uh 19. 19. he sort of pauses he's i think he's still got his hand sort of inside of his jacket because you've you know generally been threatening his like the sensical is still there as well i know that's why his hand's still on the on the gun yeah i will deal with them but I will be back. And if you really require it, I will come with a... I'll come with the Dean. Yeah. And he turns around would, and... That would be super leave. great. That would, I, honestly, that would be ideal. He's already walking away. Okay. Has he shut the door well, behind him? He did not shut the door behind him. I okay, did. we will. Yeah, yeah, I presume so. He's never shut a door or opened a door in his life. <laughs> That's great. There we go. Right, guys. Um, 
Yes, yes, he he is my boyfriend. Okay, um, I was saying that's a surprise. I was getting some serious like gay vibes from you. Uh, really? I, think, I don't think yeah. that's very helpful just at the moment. But the point is, so he is your boyfriend then, but it doesn't seem your type, really. I do not. Certainly not me. Really do not want him here, especially if Maisie comes back. Why is that? Well, Maisie must hate that guy. Yes, very, very much so. Well, look, in in the next 24 hours or so, my parents are going to be in, in town. We might be able to go and crash with them to, to lose him. I'll be very honest right now, Carly. You are not my least favourite person in this building right now, but you are very down there. So I would prefer not to stay with you and your family. However, I am trying to be civil here and slightly requesting your help to make sure that guy never comes back in this flat. Eva, however you feel about me, I can guarantee you I feel twice whatever you feel about myself. It's all my I problem, highly it? doubt well, that. Let's not get you into the my comparison of how bad you both not. feel. I know. It is both your sister, I understand. I'm not keen on Cal right now. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, new yeah. problem, okay? Yeah, new problem. How do we make sure <laughs> this, this, this... I have got to give you credit for that one, Cromwell. You would wind me up so yeah. much that that was gold. <laughs> that Absolute was good. gold. That okay, was well. good. If he comes back with the Dean or whoever and he's like, and they're like, oh yeah, we've replaced Jay uh, with this guy, um, then we kind of can't stop him from, from coming in. It no, was just, gonna... I would recommend that we take but... up Cal's offer. But unfortunately, they won't be here probably until, it's what day is it? Saturday, isn't it? They probably won't mm. be here till tomorrow. So what are we going to do in the meantime? We really don't, if, oh. we, if we can leave this these rooms, then... We can always go find out where Jade's been moved to and go visit her. We could do, but if we go to the university and ask them, they're going to pass it on to him, like him aren't they? Uh, you I don't know. We need Gail to find a way to slip him. You can ask Gail if you can stay with her, because just because he's allowed in our flat doesn't mean he's allowed in someone else's flat. You don't have to speak to our flatmates. You can just be like, oh, Gail, mind if we have a summer party? <gasps> oh, my also, God, Cromwell. You have so Maisie's dead because I I forgot to tell Gail. I'm sorry. I told I told everyone else who was relevant, and I forgot I forgot to tell Gail. You have no idea how perfect that's going to be. Fantastic! Uh, I'm glad I could help. We all go um, to Gail. He well, will we love Gail's flatmates. We shouldn't all go. You should go. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we all go. I'm not. Sure I will need you guys there, room. even yeah, if it's just do? for. An hour or two, if Gail's okay with that, it would be enough time for him to get distracted. Okay, I, I, whatever you, whatever you need is fine by me. I don't understand what things, he'd be distracted by. There are things I'm aware of about him that he's not aware I know. Okay. Mysterious, but interesting. He is distracted easily by changes of scenery. Uh, other women. Other I don't get it. I 
think I do. Oh, bless your golden little heart. You won't. <laughs> I think if you were, uh, if he, if if neither means what I think she means, and we all go over there, I think you'll get the hang of the situation quite quickly. Oh, like for sex? Gross. <laughs> Gross. I like this guy even less. <laughs> you like him less than when you gave him a cup of warm piss to drink. That's that's quite a quite a thing to do. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Not only is he a guy back. who just drinks piss, uh, he's also I don't know a degenerate. Is that the word? Uh, probably, yes, a very good word. Look, yeah, if he, he'll, he'll be back any minute now. So I think what we need to do is make sure we say to him, right, go and get the Dean. So we'll leave. And then we'll go wherever I'll we're going to go. Yeah, I'll look out the peephole. Is he there? No, he left. Okay. Well, you oh, should probably is, go over to Gales now. Is, is, uh, is he a room? Didn't he go just, just over to... Isn't that where he went? Over to the, to the rooms. Yeah, but didn't he say he was going to go get the Dean as well? Okay, well, if he's not yes, there, let's, let's go. Let's go to Gail's room then. Yeah, we'll go to Gail's. Cal, you maybe should stay here, because he's not going to stay here with you, but if mm. you're missing and Neva's missing, then he's probably going to kick up a stink and be like, he's taken yeah. my snoofy doodle to commit a killing on her. I don't know. <laughs> Stoofy. And also... Yeah. Look, I, okay, that's fine. I've got... I, I've got uh, my stone. You've got your calling stone, haven't you? Always. Yeah. Fine. So we'll keep separate for now then. And when my parents arrive, I'll give you a call. And if you want to, we can go and see them in the city. Okay. I'm also, uh, I'm just going to quickly open Jay's door. Is it open and has none of her stuff in it? No, it's locked. It's locked. Okay. Is it locked and has none of her stuff in it? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know. Okay, well, I guess we'll go over to Gail's then. Uh, Cal, just like, I don't know. I'll just chill really loudly if, he, yeah. if he attacks you. Well, if he comes back, I'll just say you've gone for a walk. Sure, yeah. Or, do you, or, or Neva, do you want me to, to tell him where you are? No, no. If he comes you... back and doesn't know where I am, tell him. I've, yeah, gone for a walk. That's the best excuse I can come up. It'll with. take him ages to look around the library. That if if he if he drags it out of you. Uh, yes. I'll give him a couple of places in the library you might in the universe you might be like the library, the refectory, or possibly on the in one of the departments, and he can go off and have a bit of a search around. I'll keep him used for a bit. Yeah, sure. just give him a handful of them. Yeah. Hey, bye, okay. Cal. Go, go, go. <clears throat> you step outside. Go around to uh, those next door girls. Knock, knock, knock. It's very early. There's a few a few seconds before uh, it's opened by uh, one of the, uh, the... The main sort of girl with high blonde ponytail who is normally wearing, like, sporty gear. But it's seven in the morning, so she's wearing sporty gear. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will telepathically tell uh, Neva, cry, be crying, be, be upset, look upset. Okay, more than, yeah, more than you do. <laughs> Give me a performance. <laughs> Give me it with advantage, because I mean, I think right now you probably could cry quite easily. Uh, 
22. Oh, I guess, pretty good. 22. You open Neva's just streaming, and she's just like, oh my god. Um, um, hi. I, I really, really need to see Gail. Yeah, gross. Um, sure. <laughs> she just, like, walks off can and I knocks on Gail's door. Uh, there's this, like, super shady guy who's been going around. She's gone. She knocked on Gail's and just left her own room. Uh, you can see. Well, we won't go in then. Can see this room. It's basically identical to yours, but mirrored. Uh, like it's almost like the exact same setup. And then Gail. We slip in and close the door behind us. Sure. Gail's door eventually just yeah, it just like opens. You can see very tired eyes just like oh. Hello. Huh? What is? Oh, what is? Oh my God! What is going on? Comes out and just like immediately embraces uh, Neva in a hug. She genuinely starts <laughs> crying now. Like, oh my God! What happened? I just, what you? Uh, um, so hi. Pieces of news uh, and hi. a request. Hi, Gail. Okay. Uh, hi. You might want to sit down. Could we come in? Can we hide in your room, please? Of course. It goes into her. You go into her room. It is. About as classic of, like, a stereotypical girl's room from, like, any you know, film from the 2000s with, like, flowers on the walls and unicorns and, like, the sheets are all pink and everything. It's, like, the horrid stereotype to stick, like, hurts your eyes, kind of. So, like, bit. a little girl's room, not... Uh, not quite little girls. Uh, it's mostly focusing on flowers and things, but there's still a little bit of references to, like, unicorns. Okay. It's not, like, creepy. It's just very, you know... Um, I suppose having posters of unicorns and stuff here is like someone having yeah. a poster of or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, maybe it's like a unicorn, except she's like riding it, you know, like an old picture. Yeah. Um, and she like goes in, sits you down, grabs you like a pillow, gives it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, is it, no, it's actually like a little, um, it's a little squishy owl bear. Yes. So two things, Gail. Uh, the first yeah. one is, are you sitting down? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maisie's dead, but she's coming back on Monday. So. Can I? Can I? Holiday. What the fuck? Come out. You, you, you should. Come out. So. Maisie died yesterday. Oh, God. How? Uh, I'm, no, that's not my place to ask. Um. Are you okay? No, of course you're not okay. I um, uh, I mean, you're welcome to stay here as long as you need apple. I probably have some apple juice if you want it. That'd be great. Don't no, please no apple juice. No, I'll I'll Um, take some apple juice if you've got some. (laughs) Join the coffee date. She's probably told Gail about Franklin. Sure. So, um, but yeah, uh, like Cromwell said. She could be coming back soon. Um, I hope so. I, I don't really know the whole process of that kind of thing. I know it's very expensive. We've got some books if you want to read on, on it later. Don't worry about it for now. Maybe. In the meantime, my parents have sent Franklin to keep an eye on me. No. Uh, Why? They, so you can drink this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really wish you were there. Um, Cromwell got him to drink. He just drink. drank piss in front of us. It was the weirdest thing. 
Okay. Cromwell offered, offered him apple juice that wasn't actually apple juice. I mean, I know he's bad, but that's not nice. <laughs> Cromwell doesn't even know. Huh? Yes, I've never heard of this guy before this incredibly early morning. Uh, so, said you're into a person you don't know? To a person I didn't Did like. Yeah, he referring said. to Cromwell the servant. Did you give me urine the first time I came around? No. God, no. no. I, I hope not. I've done that. You've always been nice to us. Mm-hmm. And you came around on the first day. I didn't have time to get in uh, something that would have remotely looked like apple juice. <laughs> Although, actually, no, it was it was piss, so I guess I had it with me the whole time. <laughs> no. The world piss was the one we had with us the whole time. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never fed you piss, Gail. I'm glad to know. Well, you're welcome to be here, but I don't know. I, I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would be super helpful, Gail, if uh, he comes knocking on the door and asks if you've seen us instead of your flatmate who let us in. If you could answer the door, so you like rush to it. And be like, no, sorry, I don't know them very well. Maybe try, like, the, I don't know, swimming pool. And maybe we'll get lucky and he, like, drowns. <laughs> uh, so morbid. I mean, he kind of deep the it. die. Mm, that's true. Dying. Well, his, his parents got the money to bring him back. That's not the point. Well, that's depressing. I know it's not the point, and I know I shouldn't wish this harm on him. It's just, oh, I wish he wasn't here. What was oh. that thing that he he pulled out of his jacket? Or would I would I know what a pistol is? Uh, these days, yeah, Pist- pistols and stuff are are, are known. Uh, guns are like generally guns are used by like guards and things because they're powerful but a lot of adventurers still use swords and other weapons because they can be much better enchanted and end up working a lot better for like the way that they would you know fight things but it's not too unusual it was a very 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 fancy one though would you need no a permit for something like that uh you wouldn't know that just thinking if we can call the guards and be like there's just some guy wandering around the school with with a gun but i mean we wander around with knives and stuff so what is this america (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't want to make that joke you don't walk around the school with your weapons um but you have been out in the main area like the main city main area main city with your weapons and that's never you know you know that's okay as long as you're not like brandishing them at people but you know which he did My body is a weapon, so it's fine. Take me to jail, because my... Anyway, um, yeah, you, I guess you spend, I would say, you know, the, the best part of the next few hours, I don't know if Cromwell stays as well, but in, in um, Gail's room, with no... Uh, I will no stay if he uh, wants me to stay, I will go if she asks me to go. You can do whatever you need to do. I don't want you to be stuck with me. Mm. How good are you in a fight, Gail? Or how quickly can you run? Both of those things are not really my forte. I'll, I'll say, I'll just like, I'll sit in the corner or something, just in case he comes by and, you know, shoots Gail or something. Uh, he doesn't shoot me. 
Yeah, me too. We will not shoot you. However, can we braid your hair? Sure. I don't know how to braid. But how about I braid Gail's and Gail braids yours? Uh, sure. I, I don't know if my hair is long enough to braid. I'll take off my cap <laughs> and it's like, kind of like, it's long-ish, but it's kind of a bit greasy and uh, just kind of swept back to like, shoulder-ish length. It's fine. And while you braid hair and hide <laughs> from Franklin von Benningham VII, I can't believe you. We'll go on a break. We'll go on a break for 10 minutes. Hey, anybody recognize the name Benningham? My it's a callback. Is that he's, he's from that uh, guy that we fought who was just randomly in the ice town. Uh, but I don't remember if that is his name or not. That was that guy's last name, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, he was very random. He'd never come up beforehand. He, was, he never <laughs> came up again afterwards. <laughs> He was just kind of there for a fight. <laughs> but he was also very douchey. Ten minutes, we'll come back and you can deal with the fallout of your situation. Thanks for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan's just been there just like, yes. I was going to say, yes. Rowan, are we... Is there something that you would like us to hurry towards so that you're able to Oh, do trust me. I, I asked this, like, I was like, oh, you're not going to be very involved in the first bit. Do you want to be doing something else? And they were like, no, I want to listen. <laughs> I'm enjoying. Wait, so you drama. knew Franklin was coming? No, no, I did not. Oh, I was to say, if he did, that was a really good fake reaction. I was fairly convinced that whoever I was opening up the door to was your backup character. Uh, if I'm being totally honest, <laughs> I was well at first. I was so impressed with the no, way no. you introduced it. I thought you were <laughs> that was a good bait, Alex. <laughs> it was very good. No, we'll uh, meet that later. So anyway, uh, 10 minutes, we'll come back to... Uh, uh, Who do you think the cleric is? 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Goodbye. Goodbye. 10 minutes, yeah, 10 minutes. It's about 25 past 5. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimish at DicebreakersDnd. Or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then. <laughs>